1: The focus of today's podcast is all about being productive with your health and really unleashing your full potential. I'm super excited to have a special guest with me, Angelika Singh. Let me tell you all about her. She is a founder and creator of a holistic approach to healing called Embodiment Process. She works with individuals and groups utilizing biodynamic craniosacral therapy, trauma resolution, and medical intuition. She also trains other healers. She's been featured in Oprah's Magazine, several radio shows, and several colleges, including UCLA. There's so much more that she does. We'll get into that during today's episode. Welcome, and thanks for sharing part of your day. What else would you like to add to that introduction?
2: Oh, thank you so much. So I I also love, in terms of the kinds of people I work with, I love to work with entrepreneurs and people who have a vision for, uh, leading and empowering themselves from the inside out. And I really find entrepreneurs to be a great group of people for that.
1: Oh, well, this will be a perfect fit for this episode. So that is great. Let's kick off by, and I know I didn't say this right, embodiment process. Can it, you Embodiment, okay, yeah. Okay, embodiment process. What is that and how did you create that?
2: Well, it was just a lifelong journey of feeling uh, very entrepreneurial myself, not really wanting and fitting in after, you know, in my youth trying to work in corporations and feeling like I really wanted to branch out and do my own thing. But I had a really bad anxiety, so that was part of my struggle, and I realized that I was deeply impacted by some early traumas, and I was very sensitive, and at the same time, I had a real vision for making my own way through life, not necessarily wanting my own business, all of that, not necessarily wanting to be a part of a larger organization. So I created the embodiment process out of my own internal experience of healing my own trauma and developing a method to help others and help them really lead and empower themselves in their own lives. And oftentimes when people are unwell or they have anxiety, it's a good gateway for stepping into a deeper level of what I call inner authority or inner empowerment, and that everybody really benefits from leading in their own lives.
1: So can you give an example of that? How do you get anxiety and what happens when you have that?
2: Sure. So I think that it can show up in different ways. I, I think that some people really would know that they had anxiety. They would, they would sense it in terms of actually feeling fearful or heart palpitations or they might feel disconnected from others or feel like what I call a rev in their body. You know, it would be like a car being in, if you've ever driven like a stick shift, like a car being in second gear and the car is going 60 miles an hour. So, it would create this uh, rev, this difficulty of everything feeling like it's moving really fast inside and not being able to slow it down. Or just basic, what I would consider sort of very typical general anxiety of not being able to fall asleep, erasing mind. You know, it can also affect just our ability to think clearly. So there are all kinds of symptoms that can surface um, around anxiety, and I'm only naming a few just now. And I also think that through our day-to-day, part of being productive or slowing down when we have even just the slightest bit of anxiety comes down to nervous system regulation, being able to slow down. Actually, while it may seem counterintuitive, it allows us to really regulate Our nervous system in a very balanced way as opposed to using adrenaline and getting what we know as stress hormones or cortisol levels increased, which affects sleep habit and eating and weight gain and all those kinds of things.
1: That totally makes sense. So I've I've felt anxious before, and usually it's when I've got way too much to do, so I just have to tell myself, I catch myself because I know that's the state I'm in, and I say, okay, one thing at a time just pick one yep. thing and get it done and ch- and cross it off the list is that one of the techniques that you recommend
2: yeah absolutely and I, I think some of us are more inclined toward multitasking particularly women and it does take an effort to sometimes i think it's contra it seems counterintuitive to slow down or to try to do one thing at a time, slowing down in our culture seems counterintuitive because everything, technology, everything seems to be taking us into a pace that's much faster than is actually great, good for the nervous system. And I think we also start to feel that we're pressured to be productive and fast. And there are ways of being productive that are deep and qualitative that don't, don't make us burn out our nervous system.
1: I like that. So I loved on your website that you and I both do the same thing for people. We help people see their blind spots. I do that as a business coach. You do it as Mm -hmm. a healer. What is Mm -hmm. your process to figure out someone's blind spot?
2: Well, I, I, I think blind spots always show up in terms of usually over time you'll see a pattern, and they will be aware of the pattern. They're just not sure what exactly is driving the pattern. And, It's often, in my experience, what I deal with is people who have intergenerational trauma. So something that we could say was there in the sequence of them coming in before they got there. So a parent had it, a grandparent had it. It's part of their lineage. So it's harder to see those things, those blind spots. So I have you know, part of my work is to be an intuitive with people and I'm able to see beyond the veils of what they might see as normal in their lives. And, you know, as well as I do, that creates limiting beliefs and feelings, right, in terms of what they see themselves capable of, and they don't even know it.
1: Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. So you mean they've inherited in their genes or they've inherited it from watching other people? It's just like that's their culture.
2: I think it depends on, it could be any of the three. It could be cultural, it could be collective, cultural, it could be Parental, they saw it happening or they experienced their parent doing it or it was actually handed down over many generations. So that we would call epigenetic imprinting or trauma, which they've done many studies. I was in, um, there's an article in Oprah Magazine that featured uh, working with a client that was dealing with exactly these things. So there's plenty of research out now about how epigenetics, which is the turning on of certain genes based on experiences and circumstances from past generations, affects how we live today, how we perceive things. So I really help with helping or supporting someone to perceive more because that really does affect perception, their neural pathways, what we might call neuroplasticity in the, neural, in the neuroscience world. So we want to increase the ability to have presence and possibility as you do in your entrepreneurial vision for helping business owners and get away from the more limited consciousness of fight or flight and put the survival strategies where they belong When we actually are at risk, not practicing survival strategies all day long and getting our cortisol levels up and our fight or flight up as a way of living life. That's a sheer road to burnout, right?
1: Oh, for sure. And it's hard not to get burnt out with one of my friends calls this infobesity. There's just information everywhere that is infobesity. Yeah, that's great.
2: yeah, yeah a, very good, 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 totally. I love
1: that word. You can use that word, too. Just, we have to give her credit. Yes. <laughs> so since you brought up Oprah, tell us about that your article, or what happened, how did you get featured in Oprah's magazine?
2: That happened because it was just a fortuitous experience where I had a client who had, um, she was a writer, and she submitted an article unbeknownst to me, really, other than, you know, she told me that she was doing uh, it, and they had liked her pitch, and so she interviewed me, and she had been coming for several sessions, and she still comes to see me today, but she did a long discussion, it was in the February 2017 issue of Oprah, and she did a long discussion and fleshing out her experience around anxiety and intergenerational trauma, things that she had inherited that she was unaware of, and she did the research of the epigenetic study, so it really lays out the things we're talking about, but it was her personal journey through how to parent, how to regulate, how to deal with some of her own anxieties and anxious thoughts and racing mind, you know, the things that everyone deals with at some level, and we're not really taught how to be human, how to be in our nervous systems in a way that would be healthy And I think that also people, if they were exposed to that information, they would understand it it doesn't mean you can't be successful. You don't have to burn yourself out to be successful. You can have a resilient system and still be abundant and prosperous and visionary, and in fact more so because you're present enough to actually participate in it.
1: That's really cool. Well, congratulations for landing that because that's that's a really, really big deal that not everybody gets. Super cool.
2: yeah, it was, it was very fortuitous. I, I am very grateful.
1: That's awesome. So since we are about productivity, and you've given a couple tips already, how, what would you tell entrepreneurs today to kind of balance, especially in the early years when they're wearing all the hats and just working super, super hard, any good tips to keep them balanced and productive?
2: Yeah, I really believe that it's a valuable experience and a significant experience to make sure that there is a level of work-life balance. And for me, that also means making sure that you would never leave your car running all day long and and expect it to run magnificently. You would want to turn it off and let the engine cool off and re-lubricate it with the right oils and fluids. It's the same with the human body. The human body cannot and the nervous system cannot be always taking in stimulation. It needs quiet and it needs stillness. And we are more and more scrunching and taking away that ability, starving ourselves from the basic nutrients that the nervous system needs in order to be able to sustain the practices of being an entrepreneur, being someone who is a fledgling business that requires 10, 12 hours a day. So getting exposed to that for a little bit every day or a, a healthy version of relating to one's own body in their nervous system and getting a sense of what is slowing down feel like, What is it, what does it feel like in my body? Because once the body knows how to do it, it can use it the time effectively instead of taking time off and still multitasking and overstimulating the nervous system, actually learning how to completely power down. And it's very unglamorous for the body and for the mind to want to do that because we get a kick from the adrenaline of keep, of continuing to go, and if we use coffee and we use stimulants and sugar to keep that going, the chemicals outweigh our ability to have the discipline to, to, to down regulate and to power down, which is, I believe, essential for our creativity and our long-term sustainability and supporting whatever it is we're creating.
1: That's awesome, and I love the idea of you would never just leave your car running. That's like that. That's stupid, right? (laughs) Yeah,
2: and you definitely wouldn't leave it running, you know, again, with the stick shift in second gear going 50 miles an hour and expect that the transmission or that the oil or that the gaskets are going to survive without needing some repair. I love that. That's really cool.
1: So you have a new course coming out. Can you tell us about that? Sure. So
2: it's an online course, and it's a – basically the process of what we're describing, learning how to slow down, learning how to use one's time efficiently, and really the goal is to have inner empowerment, to lead in one's own life, because those skills really help with navigating and going forward in terms of leading in life, being able to innovate and co-create ideas that are visionary. For most people that are entrepreneurs have that passion, they have that purpose, And my own intention was to be able to connect with that in my own life, and I was able to do that and feel really great about that and and successful in my relationship to myself and others and being able to have a successful business and wanting to help other people who have that. So it really is a foundational process of tools that help us regulate, stay connected to ourselves and our vision, whatever that may be, whether we want to be a health practitioner or an entrepreneur or an artist or a teacher.
1: That is awesome. And where, is it available now or when will it come out and how do people so find it? So the
2: best it? way Yes, the best way for people to get to know my work is to go to my website, www.angelicasingh.com, A-N-G-E-L-I-C-A-S-I-N-G-H.com, and sign up for the free newsletter. There's a free download of an intention workbook. And from there, we will, in the next coming weeks, send out uh, a landing page link so people can sign up online. I'll also be in Los Angeles at the Conscious Life Expo in person doing a panel and a workshop in February of 2018. And the work and the online course starts in March of 2018.
1: Oh, that's so exciting. Congratulations on getting that out and impacting a lot of people. That's really, really needed these days. Thank
2: you. Thank you. And I love what you're doing and helping people take their visions to the next level and hopefully they can do it in a healthy, sustainable way in their bodies. And that's where we collaborate.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I love helping people because they know what their superpower is. It's just how do you do the business side of your superpower so you can serve more people and, and make some money while doing it. So it's very, very cool. Are you Absolutely. ready for the fun question that everybody gets on the podcast? Sure. <laughs> so we're all about productivity. So if you had one more hour in your day, 25 hours every day, how would you spend that extra hour? I
2: would spend it writing. Really? Yeah.
1: Writing a book, writing a blog, writing to people you know?
2: Um, I would probably spend it writing my book, yeah, getting getting more creative energies down. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, would, I would spend it writing, yeah.
1: That's a great answer. Thank so you. we've touched on a lot of different things today. Is there anything else you want to add before I wrap up that I haven't thought to ask you? Um, I don't think so.
2: I, I think that one, I think the only thing I would say is, is that um, part, of, part of my mission and my passion is helping people be sustainable and cooperative. And I feel like those are such important parts about having a business and being an entrepreneur is remembering that we're not alone and how do we create sustainability and cooperation both in ourselves and with others and making that a part of how we resource ourselves in life.
1: Oh, those are great closing comments. Very inspirational. I love when we have something inspirational. <laughs> so well done on the fly coming up with that without even like knowing the question ahead of time. That's Thank good. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show today. You provided lots of valuable information. Listeners, make sure you go to her website and sign up for the newsletter and when the course is going to go out. And if you're in California, go visit her live. That sounds like an amazing conference. If you loved our show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes so other people can find us. And I just added some speed consulting days on my calendar for this fall. This is where you accelerate your business in just one day instead of coaching, which can take many weeks or months. Go to nancygaines.com slash scale to learn more. And until next time, go out and gain the advantage.
0: You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage to schedule a VIP strategy Strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's Nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.